carry on through our day as if everything is just fine. But for many of us, it's merely a mask covering up all the emotion simmering just under the surface. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shamin Sadiq. In this program, you'll hear from others who face the same adversities in life as the rest of us. But these individuals have redirected their energies to creating extraordinary ideas and concepts. Find out what they are and what's behind the motive. Now, here is your host, Shamin Sadiq. Hello, and welcome to our second episode of Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shamin Sadiq, professional certified coach and leadership consultant. And today we'll be talking about partnership as a remedy for control freaks. Before we get started, though, I wanted to share some of the questions and feedback that I received after my first show aired last week. So let me start by saying thank you so much to all who wrote with so much encouragement, acknowledgement, and support. I'm just thrilled that you're able to take a pause on your Monday afternoons to listen. And I know we'll have many inspiring stories to share as the weeks unfold. Now for your questions. A couple of listeners asked me, When you say stories from the heart of leadership, what do you mean by leadership? And uh, I thought I'd love that question. I think it's a great question because here's the thing. I don't actually mean the person who is the guest on the show is necessarily a leader of an organization or or a CEO or someone with an official big title like that. We may have guests like that, absolutely. But what I'm talking about is what I call small L leadership. So while you could be leading uh, an enormous multi-million dollar operation or you could be leading a household, uh, what I'm talking about when I talk about leadership is someone who's living on purpose, someone who's doing what they love to do, offering their unique gifts in their role at work, at home, or in the community. And what I'm most interested in is hearing about what my guests are up to today, then tracing back to where the idea for their creation began. I want to know about what they had to face and overcome, what challenges and obstacles presented themselves, and how they worked through those in order to create something that really matters to them. So when I talk about leadership, that's what I'm talking about, the ability to create something that really matters to you. Uh, What your role is isn't as important as how you got there. Another listener commented that it was kind of hard to listen to the part where I said that I cried every day for a month after a number of difficult incidents and and disappointments unfolded in my life. This listener said, you seem like a very confident woman. It upset me to hear how hard it was for you and how upsetting it was. Well, another great question. Here's the thing. Yes, I am very confident. I've done a lot of things in my life, uh, exciting things, and I've overcome many challenges and obstacles, and so I guess all of that experience does, does lead to a certain level of confidence. And I'm human. I'm human. I get hurt. I feel hurt. I feel pain. I feel joy and sorrow, just like you do. And this really speaks to the heart of what this show is intended to do, to share a deeper conversation than the one we usually have. See, I believe that when we can get beneath the public face or the image we project of who we are, then we're closer to the heart of things. Despite how we may appear, I believe that we all share the experience of being human, and that includes all of this, hurt, disappointment, challenged by obstacles, and even challenged by joy. 
When we hear that others have felt this way too, it creates connection and understanding. And let's face it, so many people are out there at war, quote-unquote, with others, either in real wars or just walking around believing that everything is geared against them. Um, What I believe is that this human connection, this human experience that we share, when we realize that we share these experiences and emotions, we can move from being at war to being in some kind of partnership. So thanks for your questions. Keep sending them. And if you'd like to join with us live today and ask your questions on the show, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. So let's turn to our topic for today, Partnership as a Remedy for Control Freaks. Are you certain that if something is to be done right, it needs to be done by you? Do you find yourself working late into the night, tackling the mountain of administrative tasks that you didn't have time for during the day? Do you feel left out during those few times when you're home, as your spouse and kids seem to have no need for you other than to gladly accept and spend the money you bring in? I've experienced all of the above. How about you? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, it might be time to consider getting a virtual assistant. Now, what is a virtual assistant? Well... Assist You, a training organization for virtual assistants, defines the role as follows. A virtual assistant is a highly trained and skilled professional who, as a support and growth partner to entrepreneurs, business owners, and busy people, provides high-level, long-term collaborative, administrative, and personal assistance without having to be physically present in the client's office. Well, I'm thrilled to introduce you to our guest today. Beatrice Tenthai of Smart VA. There's a very special connection between Beatrice and me. We've worked together for almost four years, and I have to say that this partnership is the single most important one for my business success. Beatrice loves people and is all about connection and relationship, and she's honest, authentic, and can hold my feet to the fire when she needs to. After 20 years of work in the corporate world, Beatrice took the Assist You program and launched her own business, Smart VA, which you can find online at smartva.ca. She's been twice honored as Assist You's most supportive member, and I can personally attest that these awards are very well deserved. Welcome, Beatrice. Thank you so very much, Jamin, for this fabulous introduction. You make my heart sing. (laughs) (laughs) And you make mine, too. Thank you. It is so so awesome. So happy to have you here today. Yes, it's awesome to be here with you. I really appreciate this. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. So, Beatrice, I thought I would just start by saying um, what I said is true. I mean, four years ago, I had the sense that If I didn't get some help, I was going to drown. Um, The requests were coming in fast and furious for me to to travel, to go and to work on site with leaders and their teams, and I was going to get snowed under just by trying to keep up with uh, the scheduling and the travel. And I had this sense that I needed some help, but I didn't really know if I could trust anybody <laughs> to, uh, to do it, uh, to help me in the way that I, I thought I needed to be helped. And then you and I found each other. Mm-hmm. It's been, such, uh, it's been such an amazing journey together. I, th- I, I agree. Um, I was so exhilarated when we decided to work together, not only because you are such a wonderful, special person, but also you were my very first client. 
Oh. And as such, you hold a special place in my heart as a friend and as a client. So, yes, it, I I was just thrilled. And um, it is so good that this relationship is deepening on the business level as well as a private level. Um, and we really have become friends as well, which really helps us so much to work well together and really achieve what we both set out to achieve for your business. Absolutely. And, you know, that level of partnership is something that I realize is part of what I want in all my partnerships. Um, And I'm so pleased to have it with you. Tell us a little bit more about you then and what you're up to right now. Okay, what I am up to right now is really I am um, imp- uh, building my praxis um, to a fuller extent, and I really um, love working with, with the people that I do work with, so um, I'm very careful with who I work with. I do quite a bit of networking to find the ideal clients. See, it's not only about working with somebody. As you mentioned earlier, it's about the partnership. It's about the relationship. Uh, in order for me to really help people achieve or my clients achieve that, I need to connect with them. I need to have a, a similar outlook on life and, um, you know, really um, be on the same wavelength with them. And that's what what makes my heart sing, and that's what I'm out to find uh, another awesome client. But I'm also out to um, expand my horizon. Um, I am I am looking to. I want to educate the world. I want to share my knowledge. I want to share what what I have learned. I am passionate about people, and I want to. Um, help people, educate them to, so that they understand, for example, what a virtual assistant is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's really the, the working together. It's not project management only. There's a lot of that also, but there's more to it than that. And that's what I'm really up to, really show and tell. So tell us a little bit more about what um, what would lead a client to you. Like, what are some of the the signs that they should watch out for? I know I've given some sort of tongue in cheek in my uh, in mm-hmm. my description of this episode, but tell us what signals would somebody need to uh, alert themselves that they might need your kind of help? A sense of overwhelm, mm. a sense of forgetting things or not being able to get to things. And I would say the most obvious is really when you find yourself sitting at your desk at 10 o'clock in the night when you really shouldn't. You should be with family or you should relax in a hot bath or have a glass of wine. I think those are the major, most obvious signs yeah. that that you need help. Okay. Okay. So that sense of overwhelm and, and working long, long hours and yeah. things kind of dropping because yeah. you can't hold all the balls in the air. Yes. Yes, absolutely. What can someone expect when they begin to work with you? What they can expect is, of course, any working relationship starts slowly. Okay. The foundation is really a feeling of being able to trust each other. And then we're going to build on to that trust. And what a client can expect from me is... Um, accountability and always having their best uh, in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's also communication. 
So constant back and forth updates on where I stand with projects that they have assigned or tasks that they have to assign. So it's the communication. It's the pulling along the same lines. It's also bringing to awareness about, let's say, a speaking opportunity that might come up or a any way in which a client of mine can gain publicity, publicity if that's what she wants or he wants. So it's an all-round picture. It's basically me wearing the client's hat in a certain way, if that makes sense to you, and just always being on the lookout for any... Um, any way that they can they can improve that they can improve their online or uh, public visibility, but also sort of being in the background and catching and saying, "Hey, you know you wanted to do such and such. did you do this on oh I see you haven't really done certain things. How about I take them over or how about i I uh, create a sign-up form, a spreadsheet where we can catch things, where we can cooperate together on. So it's an all-round um, uh, area. It can be simple things like scheduling. It can be more extensive things like brainstorming. It can be updating their WordPress site, all kinds of things. But the main point in my working with my clients is really the, the trust that we build. And now we depend on each other. And that's what makes my heart sing. That's what I really so enjoy, you know, with you too. Like, we connect. We, we, we just form a business alliance that branches out like, like an octopus, a little bit also in the private area, in our personal lives. And we connect in that, and we support each other. We hold each other. And that's, that's, that's what a client can expect from me. You know what I love about what you're saying, Beatrice, is that um, having a VA, a virtual assistant, is not just about having someone to kind of toss over the tasks to. It's really about having someone who takes an interest in your success. Yes. And, um, and so that takes all of these forms that you might actually do a lot of tasks, but you're also on the lookout. What, what, in what ways can you gain, help your client to gain more exposure if that's what they want or, or to find more uh, opportunities? Right. And right. for me, that's the difference between you know, services and partnership. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I fully agree with that, yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, we're going to be going to a break in a few moments, but bef- before we go, I have a few things that I want to share. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about um, how you manage these kind of uh, controlling tendencies that I've alluded to, because I know I certainly have them and I still do. So uh, think about, um, about how you're going to share with us how you work with the most difficult people who don't want to hand stuff over. Um, and I want to let you know, um, listeners, that I have an event coming up this Thursday that you might be interested in. It's called a Power Circle. And it's a one-day retreat in Toronto where you come together with a small group of like-minded individuals or people who are also in need of a bit of a pause to pause and ground yourself and connect to your vision. And by your vision, what I mean is the outcome that matters so much to you that you do anything to make it happen. Uh, Clear obstacles and leave refreshed and ready to move forward. I have three seats left. It's $99, which is a total steal for a whole day with me. And if you'd like to uh, come and join us, go to my website, AnjaliLeadership.com, and click on Retreats. That's A-N-J-A-L-I, Leadership.com. 
and click on Retreats. So this is Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm Shamin Sadiq. We're talking with Beatrice Tenthai of Smart VA, and we're talking about partnership as a remedy for control freaks. We're going to go to a break, but before we do, let me give you the number one more time in case you want to call in and chat with Beatrice or me. Uh, number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. So we will see you on the other side of the break. Our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. Get ahead in business and life. Read Getting It Done, 1,000 of the Best-Kept Secrets for Success in Business and Life by John Capozzi. Learn how John, a successful Connecticut businessman, obtained 13 corporate promotions in 13 years. This book makes a fantastic gift for anyone who wants to get ahead in business. Voice America will donate a portion of every copy sold to the USO. Visit gettingitdone.com and enter promo code VA1234 at checkout to get a 10% discount. That's gettingitdone.com, promo code VA1234 for a 10% discount today. Boxing, like networking, is a contact sport. The more contacts and connections you make, the greater your success. If you're a business owner, sales agent, or job seeker, it's all about the connection. If you want help in your corner, pick up a copy of Knockout Networking today by speaker and author Michael Goldberg. Michael's book will absolutely help you generate more prospects, more referrals, and more business, or more job leads, or even more social connections. Knockout Networking will help you feel more confident speaking with people you don't know. Determine who your target market is, the best way to introduce yourself at business meetings, how to deliver an elevator pitch, follow-up, and how to generate more leads. Social media isn't always the answer, but Knockout Networking is. Visit KnockoutNetworking.com to pick up your copy of Michael Goldberg's book, Knockout Networking. Remember, nothing happens in business without a connection, so make the right connections. Visit KnockoutNetworking.com today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shameen at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Hi there, I'm Shameen Sadiq, professional certified coach and leadership consultant, and you're listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. My guest today is Beatrice Tenthai of Smart VA. And we're talking about partnership as a remedy for control freaks. So, Beatrice, t- 
tell us, um, how do you manage people who really don't let go? They hire you and then uh, kind of uh, don't give you anything to do because they're so accustomed to handling everything themselves. Your question makes me chuckle, really. And the reason why is that I think you're the prime example for this. (laughs) (laughs) What happened um, is that when Shamin and I, or when you and I started working together, uh, I found that we were off to a slow start. And I wasn't quite sure what to do about it until I thought, well, I'm just going to spill it out. So I sent you an email and said, hey, you know, you better start giving me more stuff because, you know, what we're doing right now is not enough. And the reason why I was chuckling about this was that only months later uh, did you tell me that you were afraid that I would fire you. Yes. <laughs> well, I was afraid you were firing you were firing me because you know you were my first client, and I thought, oh my god, I don't want to lose her, but I really, I really need to sort of get to her and 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 make her realize that there's so much more that I can do. So this email had the effect that we did sit together and we decided what was on your procrastination list, really, and from, we went from there. We started with that list, and then we built up, and. Yeah, sometimes it's not easy to work with people who have the tendency to sort of micromanager and don't want to let go. However, I I love educating them. I love working with them and and, 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 and coaching them through this uh, not wanting to let go. Uh, Because see what happens is that when a client partners with me, the decision is made and everybody's happy. Oh, great. But then all of a sudden the client thinks, oh, my God, now I have to, now I have to actually pro- produce work for her. What am I going to give her? Yeah. And they fall into this, what I call, um, I call it the quicksand syndrome, really, where they, where they get scared. And um, I, I find myself coaching them through this and assuring them that all is well and from there on we build. But this can happen in between too, uh, even while we're working because this, this, it's, it's normal that sometimes uh, things don't work out the way you want to and uh, you need to readjust the, the relationship and micromanaging is one aspect of it. I mean, we, we have it between us too that every once in a while um, you show symptoms of that again, right? <laughs> it's okay. And you can I out say, me here on the radio. It's fine. I admit, <laughs> I have these uh, micromanaging tendencies at times. <laughs> but you know what? what? What really works for us and what works in client relationships is the openness, the honesty. You know, I find... I have no problem with you or other clients to say, hey, you know, I understand, but it's, it's good. It's all well. Now you yeah. can relax again. So, you know, we, it's, it's normal. We have that with our personalities, too, that sometimes we, we try to change things and we're successful with it, but then we fall back into old habits. And that, ha- that happens, of course, with you and other people, too. Yeah. So it's a matter of communicating it in a compassionate way yeah. and um, bringing awareness about it. And not swallowing it and saying, "Ah, oh, she's micromanaging me again." No, you know she's doing it. Okay. You know, one of one of the things that you did in that email when you almost fired me at, back at the beginning that was so profound for me was you said to me, "Shamine, if you don't give me any work to do, how will I be able to support you in creating what you said you wanted?" 
And I, I remember writing back, first of all, I remember receiving the email and thinking, oh my God, I better get her some work to do because she's going to fire me and I'm not going to have an assistant. Uh, and then secondly, I wondered, what did I say that I wanted to create? What was it? And I asked you, and you said, you know, and you had asked me this question when we first started talking. You asked me, how did I want my life to be? Like, how did I envision it? And, and uh, what, what would I really, in my biggest sort of dream, what would it be like? And I said, what I'd like is to be able to go just show up at the places where I've been engaged to show up and do my work, where I know that everything else is handled. Yep. And when I asked you what had I said, you reminded me of that, which I'd, of course, forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that reconnection back to my vision that actually was the thing that helped me get on track with us. So it was you reaching out and reminding me of that that actually made all the difference. And I would hazard to say that um, that's one of, the, one of the best things about you is that you always remember what is it that she said she wanted and how can I help her reach that. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate that. So um, while we're on the topic of vision... Tell us a little bit more about you and your vision. Like, I, I'm, I'm imagining that at some point in the past, uh, maybe during those 20 years that you spent in corporate work, you began to have an inkling or a, or a picture in mind of how life could be and how you could serve. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. I think it started even earlier. It started really in my childhood. Oh. Um, I was the second child of four and the oldest daughter. And I think that's already self-explanatory, really, because as the oldest daughter, you know, I, I needed to help all the time. So I was brought up in the way that um, helping and supporting was natural to me. Mm. So um, then after school, I really went to university or to college and uh, obtained a teacher's degree, but I never really worked as a teacher. I sort of... Uh, fell into the administrative world because I moved provinces and didn't find a job. Okay. And I love that. I love that. However, over time, I realized that the corporate world is per- is beautiful and there is many, many good things to say about it. But from my experience as an administrative assistant, over time, I felt something profoundly lacking. And that was the connection. That was the appreciation. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's many admins who love their job, and great if that happens. For me, it wasn't really. So eventually, I decided I wanted to do something else, but I had no idea what what to do about it. Then I came about Assist You, in fact, through a a friend here where I live, and um, her niece lives in Florida and at the time was the Assist You admissions director. Because you had to apply. Not, they, they don't take anybody. Wow. They really have an application process, and they qualify people. And not everybody is, uh, is admitted to the program. So I connected with Laura, and she was very, very helpful in providing me information. So I applied for Assist You and for the training program. And as soon as I started there, I thought, wow, I found my spot. This is awesome because the philosophy behind it so resonated with me. They, they use and, and, and work with the law of attraction, which is totally 
what resonates with me. We didn't learn skills per se, because that is something that you can you know, obtain yourself. We learned how to run our business, how to set our fees, how to, uh, how to write a business plan, how to determine who our ideal client was, and, and all of that. So by the time I finished and wrote my weekend-long exam after 20 weeks of, of uh, this course, I was very well prepared to open my doors. And wow. when I did, I felt like a, a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I now can choose my clients. It's a mutual choosing. Um, I have freedom. Nobody cares whether I work at midnight or on the weekend or take a day off as long as the work is done when I say it's done. So I have that flexibility. I can travel. And I have great clients with great connections. And, and that's, that's amazing. So my vision is really, it's, it's still emerging, but my vision is I want to tell the world that there is a different life. I want to tell the world that, hey, you can make your own destiny. You don't have to be stuck in jobs that you don't like to do. You can go out and you can do your own. Just pick up and, and face your fears because we all have fears, right? Get over them and go out and do what you like to do. Dare to do. Wow. Wow. So this sounds like a more, um, yeah, I mean, when I heard about Assist You, I thought, okay, it's a place where you go to learn to be an assistant. But it sounds like they, their focus is on how to choose a life and run, and run a business that supports that life. Yes, there's definitely that part of it for sure, yes. Yes. Wow. It's, it's about community. It's about building relationships that or client relations, business relationships that sing, mm-hmm. you know, that are, mm-hmm. that are vibrant, that are emotional, that are, that are creative, that really bring out the best in, in all of the partners. Because if you're not happy with what you're doing, you, you don't provide your best services. It's so funny because often I've told you in conversations, Beatrice, that, um, that I'm sure one day you're going to become some sort of a coach. Um, there's a there's a resonance in the languaging and the way that um, that you think about your work that is so similar to the way that I often think about mine and the way that I hear other people who do what I do uh, think mm-hmm. about it and talk about it. Um, tell me more about about that. Like there's this this desire that you have to show people and tell them that there's a there's a different possibility for them. What's so compelling about that for you? I think it's it's part of my personality. I love helping people. I am a people person, as you might all have gathered by now, uh, who, who is listening. Yes. I, I need the connections, and I know that I have things to share with the world. I have uh, things that others can benefit from my knowledge. Um, so I, I've always been somebody who's, who wants to help people. You know, mm-hmm. people, animals, if there's anybody hurt, crying, needs help, I'm usually there. Sometimes even to my own detriment because I forget business over helping somebody. Yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's, a, that's one of the downsides of being so helpful, right, is that sometimes we can do it at our own expense. Yes. But yes. what I know about you is that um, that is the foundation of who you are, is you care so deeply about people and you want to empower them to have the kind of freedom and flexibility and choosing that you talk about you having. Yes, 
Yes, it's a beautiful reflection. Your your offer to the to the world or to your potential clients and your clients is such a beautiful reflection of who you are and what you've created for yourself. Yeah, that's thank lovely. You for, thank you for saying it like that and phrasing it like that. Yeah, yeah. I yes. Good. I'm a little speechless right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this thing about having a vision and being pulled towards it, um, it requires a lot of things along the way. What have you had to work hard to overcome in this journey to, to creating this, this life and this work life that you have and this offer? You know, in all honesty, I think the, I was my, or uh, to a certain extent still am my worst enemy. It's mm. my own fear of thinking I'm not good enough, I can't do it, fear of success. Um, you know, these doubts, these little, these little gremlins that are sitting on your shoulders and say, ha-ha, you can't do it. Mm. Um, and it's really been tough to deal with them, and they're still there partly, but a lot of them have disappeared. And it's, it's a work in progress, and I, I uh, think that's something that many people... Uh, have a problem with, but it's also getting over it and just deciding, no, I'm good enough, I can do it, and having friends and clients and have a a circle of people who support me and say, yes, you can do this, you are awesome. It sounds like Assist You gave you one of those circles. Yes. One of those circles of support. Um, what, talk about some of the other places that you go to get reminded that, in fact, you are enough and you will, be, you will create enough and that it is enough. I find, I, find um, I do quite a bit of networking and I have become quite close with some of my networking friends. Mm. That is very important to me and uh, they are supportive, very much supportive. And other VA friends also, inside and outside of um, Assist You, definitely. You know, so, and you and other clients who, <laughs> who continuously tell me, you know what, you really, you're awesome. You, we love what you do. We, we, we're so happy that we're working with you. Yes, it's not always. There's also, there's also other situations where things maybe don't go as, as good. Right. But Mostly, mostly the support. And I've come to the realization that if so many people tell me that I'm good, then I just have to be good. (laughs) (laughs) It can't possibly be anything other than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love what you're speaking to, which is the value of community and building community to support you as for you and support anyone in as, as we move into, you know, whatever it is we want to create. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I agree. It takes it takes a village to raise a child, as they say. It takes a it takes a community to produce um, something spectacular, and that's what I know you are still creating and have created. Yes. Yeah, and I I'm so grateful to all of these communities that you do have around you that have supported you in this way, and I think that it speaks to something about you too. I mean, in order to have that kind of support, you have to ask for that. And that requires a certain level of um, authenticity and vulnerability, which I know you're willing to to show and demonstrate yeah. and and be. Yeah, yeah, that's that true. That allows people in, and I think that's something for us control freaks too. 
uh, to remember is that um, we have to learn how to ask for what we need, too. If we just keep doing it all ourselves, assuming that um, we're the only ones that can do it right, that's sort of a recipe for burnout and aloneness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely, but... Uh, Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we're about to go to another break, but before we do, I want to talk to you for a moment um, about some training that's coming up uh, in various places in Canada and uh, the U.S., It's the Leadership Circle Profile Certification, and this is um, something that I teach. It's for executive coaches, human resources and organizational development, and learning and development professionals. I'm one of three trainers who teaches in North America, and we have uh, trainers all over the world, actually. Um, Proud to be affiliated with the Leadership Circle, and I'm teaching April 9th to 11th in Toronto, May 7th to 9th in Chicago. June 11 to 13 in the Washington, D.C. area, and October 1st to 3rd in Denver. If you'd like to learn more about the Leadership Circle profile uh, and what the certification, um, uh, professional certification in this framework can offer you, go to theleadershipcircle.com and learn more there. This is Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm Shamin Sadek. We're talking about partnership as a remedy for control freaks with Beatrice Tenthai and We'll see you on the other side of this break. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What does success mean to you? Is it being just like the person on the other side of the fence where the grass is supposedly greener? We harbor too many feelings of envy and suppressed anger targeted at others, and it's holding us back from our success. Tune in to Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. Just by listening, you'll be empowered to make positive lifestyle changes to live the successful life that you deserve to live. Wealthy Thoughts can be heard every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. 
If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shameen at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm Shameen Sadiq, and we're talking with Beatrice Tenfai today of Smart VA. So, Beatrice, this whole conversation began with the notion of partnership. When, when you and I were talking about you coming on the show and us uh, having this conversation together, partnership was the, the biggest theme mm-hmm. that, that was present. And um, why should someone partner with you? I think a partnership with me is is very beneficial for people because they can, first of all, from a practical point of view, the work gets done, okay? But secondly, they know that I am fully behind them, that I carry them, that I support them. And yes, I'm not the only VA that is out there, but my... My heart is with most my clients. I, I feel with them and for them. I get involved. Somebody told me once that um, she thinks that my clients almost become part of my family. Mm. And to a certain extent, that is true. They are part of my family because it is that special bond that we do create. And the creation of that partnership is, or the very first part of the creation, is really in the beginning of the relationship. And that's what I do, and that's what I do so well because of the openness in our um, uh, correspondence or in our communication, really. And I feel that's what makes my heart sing, that I can carry my clients at that point and make them, empower them, really, to let go and hand over so that they can do what they do best. And, of course, there's also a very... uh, simple reason to come to me is I will help my clients save money and I take their pain away because what is more painful than having to sit at your desk at 10 o'clock in the evening and mm-hmm. do stuff that you don't really want to do or mm-hmm. maybe cannot do well? You know, what I, I feel compelled to do is to say a few of the things that you do for me that have made my life so much better. Absolutely. Is that okay if I start itemizing um, all my scheduling, mm-hmm. uh, correspondence with all of my clients, that is uh, related to scheduling and billing. Um, you handle all the billings for me. You liaise with my bookkeeper. Uh, those are just the sort of the basic things which, without which I could not run this business by myself because that would take up so much of my time I wouldn't be able to actually deliver any of my services. <laughs> so those are the sort of the basics. But then we have the, um, the partnership pieces that make that, all of that stuff so much better. And that's really where you're, you're scanning my inbox, you're staying on top of things uh, that are ongoing, conversations. For example, just um, getting guests for this show and all the administration and, and teaching and information that has to flow in order for this to happen, you handle that for me. So that the main thing I do is talk with the person that's going to come on and plan and then actually come to the show and, and be the host for the show. So all the behind-the-scenes stuff that, that makes this run so smoothly is handled by you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Those are the things that, uh, that, that make this partnership so valuable. 
Um, what I also want to say to people is there's a bit of an upfront investment that's required, and I, I'm not only talking about money, I'm talking about time. There's a, this is for any control freaks like me out there. Uh, the investment is to actually spend some time upfront sharing as much as, as you can with Beatrice about what your business is, what your vision is, what you're up to, all the things that you do so that she will understand it all, then she'll be more empowered to take on all of the, the things, quote-unquote, that she does. Um, that's the piece that I think is hard for people is, oh, gosh, if I, I could spend two or three hours telling her all of this or I could just do it myself. And I'm saying the investment of that upfront time is well worth the payoff in the long run. Yes. Do you agree? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree. I've had people who said to me, oh, yeah, but it exactly that. It takes so much time to get you introduced and worked in. Yes. However, I, you know, once the client sees the benefit, usually there is, you know, they're like you and they say, how, how come I didn't do that earlier? Yes. How come I've done my work so long and I've been, I've been juggling and stressed out and, uh, you know, I had no time for family, uh, and now at least I have some time or I can do other things. I can write my book or I can do business educational uh, courses and things like that that they didn't have time for before. Or, or just go, go out and sell more. Or I can go to the gym or exactly. go for a walk. <laughs> things that I never had time for because my head was down the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Who is your ideal client, Beatrice? My ideal client is somebody who is open, somebody who has a a similar outlook on life, somebody who um, understands partnership, and somebody who is willing to delve in and and really really do it. Um, you know, partner with me and go from there. Somebody who wants to spend more money and more time with family and friends, less time on all the crap clogs unquote that they have to do. Somebody who understands that he or she cannot do it alone because many people don't understand that. You know? mm-hmm. Somebody who's willing to give and receive trust and respects my standards. Um, somebody who's fun to be with, somebody who has humor. But there's also more to it. The person has to be a responsible dependable, reliable, uh, true to her word or his word, um, and has to be organized in a certain way, right? And one important thing is, of course, they have to realize that although money might be tight at the moment, that it's still a good investment in part uh, that they, um, a good investment that they do in choosing to partner with me. So they have to be able to to, to pay me long-term and realize the benefits that will come out of that. Now, how do you um, organize yourself in terms of clients? Do you give them a certain number of hours per week, or how, how does that work? Yes, usually I work on an hour-per-month uh, schedule. Okay? okay. So what happens is, uh, same as we did, we sat down and we said, okay, you you have this certain amount of tasks that need to be done, and how much time would it approximately take me to take the, to to uh, perform these tasks? And then we um, 
we determine a monthly package. And the reason why I do this is really, like any other business owner, I have to be able to organize my time and know exactly how many clients I can take on in order to serve them well. If I don't have an idea of that, then I might totally overextend myself, and that is not the way I work. So if I have a client who, let's say, 20 hours a month, and I know this time is set aside for the client, the client knows that also. So there's this security piece that the client also knows. There's this amount of time set apart, uh, set away for them in the month, and they have a right to that. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. So that's good for potential clients to know because you're not going to say yes to everybody and sort of willy-nilly take, take on their work and then maybe not have enough time for everybody. Right. You, right. You're, you set an, an set amount of time that you're going to commit to each of these clients over the month and then we can all be assured that we've got your attention for that time. Correct. And, um, and what I also know about you is that you're flexible and that that can grow as mm-hmm. the relationship grows. Yes. Because there's certainly more that I ask you to help me with now than I did at the beginning. Yes, which is a natural process, really, because, again, it comes to, well, first of all, trust, but also businesses change. So now you have different needs than you did when we started working together almost four years ago. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, What can your clients count on you for? And this is not more not the tasks, but more the qualities. Qualities, dependability, yeah. high integrity, um, adaptability. Mm. I'm quite adaptable. Somebody compared me once to chameleon, <laughs> although I'm not quite sure I like that <laughs> that comparison in its entity. But um, uh, yeah, I, I am a very responsible person. Uh, responsibility is almost a little bit too much. I go the extra mile. Yes. I definitely do go the extra mile, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I certainly know that from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've talked a little bit about Assist You. Tell us a little bit more about um, the life-changing aspect of it because there may be people listening who are contemplating the same sort of career change that you contemplated, mm-hmm. moving from providing admin support in an organization to doing it on their own like you do. And there may be people who also have had other experiences of joining some organization and having that kind of life-changing experience. So tell us a little bit more about what was life-changing about it for you. The very first life-changing um, aspect of being part of the Assist You community while I was doing my training was the immense community that Assist You has built. Mm. The Assist You VAs support each other. And the reason why we can do that is because we work in relationship. So one of the things that I learned during my training was that a client who might be my worst nightmare is somebody else's dream client because mm. the personalities don't clash, the personalities fit. And because of that, we can support each other. We have an enormous online um, database and um, uh, resource uh, database, really, and community that is incredible. And it's not only the support if I 
let's say a client of mine asked me to do something and I'm not quite 100% sure. I've never done it, so I just want to make sure that I do it the right way. I can reach out to my community and ask them, hey, how do I do this? Is my thinking correct? Or do you have, if I'm looking for a resource, a resource do you maybe have a resource that I could use? So this is an enormous value. There's wow. also continuous education calls. There is special interest groups that I, I joined. Um, there's one that is called Technology uh, Special Interest Group, a brand new one, where we speak about technology because as VAs we have to be updated in what's coming out. It doesn't necessarily mean that we have to try them all, but we need to know what's out there. Wonderful. So lots of support in that area as well. That's and great. The, yeah. That's great. Now, as I'm, uh, as we're getting ready to close our time together here, what is striking me so clearly is that the reason that you and I partner so well, I think, is because we share this um, appreciation and respect for the value of community and connection. Yeah. And I think that so on some level we have some values that are that are very much in common, and that brings us into um, a wonderful partnership. Yes, definitely. Definitely, yes. So I want to thank you so much for being willing to partner with me today um, here on Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you would like to contact Beatrice and learn more about her extraordinary virtual assistant services, please uh, email her at Beatrice at smartva.ca or check out her website at smartva.ca. Thank you so much, Beatrice. You're so welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And for those who are listening, I want you to know that I am here for you too. So if there's leadership consulting, executive coaching, if you're interested in power circles, or if you want me to come and speak about the inner game of performance, crucial cross-training for complex times, uh, give me a call or send me an email at shamine.com at AnjaliLeadership.com, that's A-N-J-A-L-I, leadership.com, or you can check out my website, same address, and reach me that way too. So I want to thank Beatrice for being here today, and I want to thank the team at Voice America, including my executive producer, Doug McCormack, who has been such a rock, such a rock and a rock star through this whole process of me launching this show I'm thrilled to be with you. Next week, we have a very special guest, Andrew Bennett, and the magic of Andrew Bennett, and we'll be talking about hope. So stay tuned for that next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. I look forward to being with you again, and have a great week. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadiq will be back next Monday with another extraordinary guest at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a terrific week. And remember, you are not alone.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.